Welcome to another edition of Park Talk Podcast, the official podcast of the Naperville Park District. Hello, and welcome to the 2023 State of the Naperville Park District Podcast. I'm Samira Luthman, Director of Marketing and Communications, and your podcast host. This is Episode 1, and the introduction to this year's State of Podcast. I'm pleased to welcome to our studio Brad Wilson, Executive Director, and Mary Gibson, Park Board President. Both are here to help me kick off this year's address. Brad and Mary, welcome, and thank you for being here. Thank you for having us. Yes, thanks, Sam. The purpose of this episode is to tee up the series and review some of the district's 2022 accomplishments. However, to start, I want to talk a little bit about this year's podcast theme of sustainability. When it comes to this topic, I think, and understandably, that many people view sustainability in terms of the environment. And while that perspective certainly is pertinent to our organization, I want to explore what it means to be sustainable in a broader context. So Mary, I'll start with you. What are some ways that you view the Park District practicing sustainability beyond environmental aspects? Yeah, so sustainability is all about longevity and resiliency. It's about making sure that as an organization, we're not just meeting the needs of the here and now, but we're looking to how we can build and maintain a strong Park District well into the future. And to accomplish that sort of sustainable success, you really need a plan. So we use formalized community outreach, like our community survey, open houses, focus groups, and then we use that feedback to create formalized planning tools that act like maps for our future, such as our strategic plan, our master plan, our capital projects plan. That way we're ensuring that we're meeting the needs of our community not only today, but we're also laying a strong foundation and building blocks for the future. Definitely. And Brad, what are your thoughts on how we integrate sustainability beyond environmentalism? Yeah, uh, some other examples would include uh, our renovations at Springbrook Golf Course, which uh, Mm -hmm. is taking place right now. Um, That's something that's going to help sustain the interest in our golf course uh, with our golfers in the game itself by taking care of our assets. Uh, But it also enhances not only the experience for the golfers, but the overall maintenance of the course, uh, the ability to have the course ready and available for play, especially after those larger rain events uh, more quickly Mm -hmm. than than, uh, prior to the renovations. Um, working with sponsors and donors is certainly another way to uh, help with sustainability with the Park District. Um, they have the opportunity to support the district financially, to support our programs, our events, uh, or, the, or the parks that we provide to the community, or as a, a donation of open space. And we've been very fortunate over the course of the past uh, year to two years to have uh, some very generous community members uh, donate to the Park District and really to the community for the overall benefit of the community, uh, something that will be long-lasting and, and be available for, for uh, the community to, to recreate with. And then finally, one other way is working with volunteers. Volunteers mm-hmm. are a vital part of uh, the Park District and the operations that we have and what we're able to provide to the community. Uh, there's a number of ways to support our programs, events, and even the maintenance within our parks. And that's an area, uh, as we come out of the, the last couple of years where we did not have as many volunteers uh, due to the pandemic, that we're looking to really focus on and rebuild in 2023. That's great. And everything that you just mentioned, it's perfect. It tees up this series because we talk in each of our different episodes about every aspect that you just mentioned. So people are looking to learn more. This podcast series is a great way to do that. Let's shift now to taking a high-level look back at 2022. In addition to experiencing a significant amount of growth in program and facility participation, last year also was one of development for the district with several key strategic initiatives taking place and a lot of the work accomplished by staff and board to help to re-establish our organizational priorities for the next several years. And I know that you've both touched on a a few of these a little bit already. 
But Brad, three of our district accomplishments for 2022 were focused on the future of the organization, and they were conducting the Community Interest and Opinion Survey, creating the next three-year strategic plan, and developing the new master plan. So how are each of these initiatives foundational to our operations? Sure. Well, 2022 was a very big planning year for, mm-hmm. for the Park District, and it was also a, a big year for gathering feedback from the community to really understand their interests in, in uh, the Park District and, and the recreation uh, that we provide. It started with the community survey in spring of 2022, and this is something that's conducted by the Park District every three to five years and really is the foundation for updates to our other planning documents. So when we talk about the strategic plan, the master plan, even our recreation programming plan, we're looking at the feedback that comes from our residents to understand really where we need to focus uh, our efforts and, and focus the priorities of, of the park district. We received great feedback as part of the community survey in, in 2022, and that led into then updating the park district's strategic plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was a several months long process uh, that included looking at that information from the community survey. Uh, conducting focus groups, working with a, t- a team out of uh, Northern Illinois University to really uh, bring that information together, work with the leadership team as well as with the the board to then develop the uh, priorities and goals for for the park district. And the strategic plan, it it really sets the overall goals for the district and develops that plan to uh, achieve them. Um, It identifies and confirms an organization's vision uh, in future and sets organizational purpose and direction by incorporating clear priorities and, and clear goals. We uh, will be uh, finalizing that document early this year and and rolling that out to the community uh, in in the coming weeks. And then with the master plan, that also takes the information from the community survey, from the strategic plan, and we look at uh, the needs for community for open space for recreation amenities. Uh, We evaluate facility standards. We uh, look at other plans and really develop guides that then plan and focus on uh, various areas of the community and where we need to add uh, open space as well as recreation amenities. Um, it's a big document. Uh, mm-hmm. It's something that our planning department uh, works through to, to help with planning and updating. And that's something that uh, we're currently working to, to update and we'll roll out to the community this year as well. Excellent. Mary, from a board perspective, how does community feedback and everything that Brad just kind of talked about as far as the focus groups and the survey itself, and then the plans we create as a result, support the district? Yeah, so community feedback is essential to what we do. As board members, we are quite literally the community's representatives for the park district. And one of the things I think our park district staff and the board does really well is um, making developed community-led plans for the future, but also maintaining the ability to be nimble and respond to challenges and opportunities as they come up. And one of the reasons we're so um, able to do this successfully is because we have a strong foundation of community outreach and feedback. Mm -hmm. So um, it informs our decision-making process when new challenges and opportunities arise. We already have that baseline understanding of what our community wants and needs. Definitely. So Brad, another goal for last year included a continued emphasis on recruitment and retention, which has been an ongoing issue, as you all know. And it's not just for the district. It's pretty much for every business nationwide. Everyone's struggled with this. Understanding that a lot of time and effort was put into this aspect last year, what kind of progress was made? And is the district in a better place in that regard for 2023? 
Yeah, this was one of the greatest challenges for the Park District in 2022, filling all of our open positions. Uh, and it's that's key for us to be able to uh, provide the various recreation amenities uh, services programs uh, to the community. And so it was a, a great focus. A great deal of progress was made in 2022. Mm -hmm. And uh, really kudos to uh, a number of staff within the Park District, within our uh, Human Resources Department, Marketing Department, Recreation, really uh, all areas uh, for thinking creatively and working towards uh, some some new initiatives in ways to recruit and to, to bring staff on board um, we went so far as to uh, visiting uh, high school parking lots that are located on park district property and handing out water bottles with uh, employment uh, information on it placing decals with QR codes uh, within our parks on sidewalks in major parks and at our facilities mm -hmm. uh, increasing our employee referral program the promotion of that as well as introducing a referral program for our residents to, to be able to uh, refer someone uh, if they were hired then they would receive a $100 gift card uh, these were all aspects that uh, actually gained some notoriety nationally with the Park District right. uh, with through some some articles as well as staff presenting at the National Recreation and Park Association conference. And we've actually had other states and municipalities reach out to us uh, in regards to our efforts and, and the successes that we experienced. So uh, it was a, a tremendous challenge. It, it will continue to be a challenge. And it's something that um, we are already, uh, as we work through the winter, uh, gearing up for uh, the summer months and our warm weather months and completing a lot of the hiring right now. So. Mm -hmm. It's yet to be seen as to uh, how that will play out this year, but certainly there's a lot of work and a lot of focus going into recruiting staff to, to fulfill our needs. Well, and it's just nice to see with all the work that went into it that we've seen positive results. Yeah, very positive results. Uh, and one aspect real quick, when we look back at 2022, uh, was the fact that with Centennial Beach, we were very fortunate to be able to uh, operate Centennial Beach with our normal uh, hours. Right. Uh, there were other park districts in the area that either had to modify the hours of their aquatics facilities or, or were not able to open their aquatics facility at all during the course of the summer. Um, so that is something that uh, we'll continue to strive to, to ensure that we have staff to, to be able to operate our facilities as, as needed. Mary, as you know, the district rolled out a new website at the end of last year, and that was a, a project that took a, a lot of the year to complete. It was pretty detailed, and we have a pretty large website. But how does the new website and its features sync up with what we learned in the Interest and Opinion Survey conducted last spring? Sure. Yeah. So first off, the new website looks great. So thanks, Thank Sam you. and your team <laughs> for all your hard work on it. it. It's really great. As you know, a park district user myself, I, it's sure. really been streamlined and awesome to use. Um, but to your question, you're right. Like everything else we do at the park district, our website redesign was heavily influenced by community feedback. Uh, so for example, our survey that we did this past year, we learned that 75% of our users rely on the website for information about the park district. Um, so the timing was actually great for a redesign because we were able to ensure that this key communication tool not only provided the right kinds of information, but it did so in an easily navigable and informative way. Also, the introduction of a dynamic park and facility finder is a great feature that residents can customize their experience to locate amenities that are important to them and their families. Um, so users can use the interactive map to specifically search for parks with amenities like trails or ball fields. Mm -hmm. um, I have young kids, so I like to use it to find um, parks and playgrounds with bathrooms. <laughs> That's always something that I'm thinking <laughs> sure. of when I'm planning. Um, so we're really just hoping that our community can use that um, new feature. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. 2022 certainly was another busy year filled with a lot of excellent accomplishments that ultimately will benefit our community. And I look forward to seeing what's ahead for us in the new year. 
But before we wrap up this episode, I have two questions that I'd like both of you to answer. So Brad, I'm going to start with you. What do you foresee as the biggest challenge for the district in 2023? I think as we look ahead to 2023, uh, the, the, the staffing challenge will continue to be mm-hmm. uh, one of the major challenges for, for the Park District. And, and certainly it's something that uh, we're putting a lot of focus on uh, and a lot of work towards to, to recruit and to, to hire those staff, much like we did in, in 2022. Uh, but I think that that is going to continue to be one of the, the greatest challenges for us. And I would certainly encourage anyone who is listening to this podcast uh, who uh, is either interested or knows of someone who may be interested in uh, a part-time job or, or even a full-time position mm-hmm. to check out the Park District's employment website and to uh, consider the Park District as, a, as an employer. It's a great place to work. It is. Mary, same question for you. Yeah. So, I mean, in addition to staffing challenges, supply chain issues, um, I think one of the things we have to look at every year is the importance of continually meeting the needs of our community, the needs and expectations. Mm-hmm. Our community surveys show that 97% of Naperville residents have used our parks or facilities in the past two years. And our STEAM ratings higher than it's ever been since we've been asking that question. Um, and as the interest in our programs and offerings grows, it's really important that we're able to meet the needs of the community and to do so in an equitable way. Um, In particular, I'm thinking of instances where we have program or event capacity that's dictated by limiting factors, Mm -hmm. such as, you know, availability of indoor space. I think our staff's done a really great job finding creative solutions to overcome those barriers. But as we see interest in our programming increase, it's going to be important that we continue to find ways to meet demand. Definitely. And Mary, I'm going to wrap with this last question for you. What are you looking forward to most in the new year at the Park District? Yes, I'm very excited. I'm really looking forward to the opening of the Rothermel Family Pickleball Courts mm-hmm. um, at Frontier and then the Frank J. Russ Pavilion at Knocknose Park. Both projects meet important needs in our community. Uh, I'm not sure we can ever build enough pickleball courts. So <laughs> right. Always asking about pickleball. It's very popular. And the pavilion's going to fill a programming need over at Knock Park or Knocknose Park, pardon me. Um, these projects are really exciting to me um, because they're also a product of so much generosity from our community. Right. I mean, it's one of my favorite things about Naperville that so many people are committed to giving back and making the city a better place for the whole community. Um, and they're just, these two projects are a really great example of that. So I'm looking forward to opening them and just seeing the community enjoy them. Brad, how about you? What are you looking forward to? Uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to uh, working with our tremendous team of staff towards uh, accomplishing the goals and the objectives that uh, are outlined in the district's updated strategic plan. Uh, we have a lot of ambitious uh, initiatives ahead of us, and uh, I think that uh, um, you know certainly as we move forward, we've got a very professional and dedicated team of staff that uh, are going to be able to work towards those goals and, and help uh, to uh, meet the the interests and the needs of the community. So I'm looking forward to uh, to getting the strategic plan in place and, and moving forward with uh, accomplishing those goals. Definitely. When we're off and running. We are. <laughs> Thanks to both of you for being my guests today and introducing the State of the Naperville Park District podcast for 2023. Happy listening, everyone. Thank you for listening. The Naperville Park District's mission is to provide park and recreation experiences that promote healthy lives, healthy minds, and a healthy community. Park Talk Podcast is a production of the Naperville Park District.